0: Welcome back to another podcast. This is John Rosenberg from Jacksonville, Florida. Today's February 26th, Monday morning, 2018. Uh, I would like to give a shout out to all my supporters. Um, I know a lot of people have gone to the 3.0 Anchor. i um, not go to jump sheet yet. So let's begin with the topic, knowledge versus education. Now, the, the, the meaning of education in the Webster Dictionary says a field of study dealing with methods of teaching and learning and we repeat that again a field of study dealing with methods of teaching and learning now here's the Webster dictionary of knowledge knowledge understanding gaining by actual experience and we repeat that knowledge is understanding and gain by actual experience now that's why I prefer knowledge over education let me explain. Those of us who go to school from kindergarten to university, you know that there's a lot of knowledge you you, you didn't gain throughout your studies. Now, education is a training first and foremost. It's a training. Whether you want to be a lawyer, a doctor, a physicist, a bus driver, a nurse, whatever, it's a training. Once you obtain that training, you you get you get a certificate. That certificate give you enable you to. Go out there and get a job in that field, in that particular field. But that doesn't, that doesn't make you any smarter than the average Joe. You're just smarter in that particular field. And some of us might know that most of them did not die even smart to say the least. But knowledge, on the other, on the flip, on the flip side, is something that you learn on a daily basis. That's why I say it's come with your experiences. Now, the more knowledge you gain, the more knowledgeable you become about your surrounding. Who you are, what you're about, what your future is gonna be about, because you you have you well-rounded because you gain so much knowledge because you experience a lot of stuff and then you you retain a lot of stuff. So knowledge is endless. You cannot put a cap on knowledge because knowledge is endless. It's continuous. You you only stop learning when you when they bury you six feet, six feet under. That's when you stop um, um, gaining knowledge. On the other end education, uh, and you might testify to that, you have met somebody that's supposed to be highly educated, quote-unquote highly educated. So you, whether they have a doctorate a PhD and you have a conversation with them or you have a dialogue with them, and you find out they're so stupid. You're like, wow this person, they got all these degrees and they got all this quote-unquote knowledge and they're so stupid, they didn't have no common sense. And i met a lot of people like that. And I call them educated um, stupid uh, education. I call them dumb, dumb educated. So the person is educated, but it's dumb. You know what I'm saying? Educated fool, I call them. So those people, they have no common sense. Not all of them, most of them don't. They just know that they know one field. Sometimes they might know two fields. But they just have some expertise in one field. And because of that, they think they're so above everybody else. And they have a tendency of looking down upon people that didn't go to college. Like Mark Zuckerberg, he didn't go to college. Bill Gates, he didn't go to college. Uh, What's his name? Apple, Steve Jobs, he didn't go to college. All those great people I just mentioned, they didn't go to college. Uh, Master P, he's a billionaire. He didn't go to college. So it's the knowledge that you gain throughout your life experience that make it who you are, not the education. Now I'm not I am not saying don't go to, don't get don't go get a training. I'm not telling you that. It's good to get some kind of training, but you always gotta seek the knowledge. Whether you're studying your Bible, you're studying regular books, that's how we are being conditioned because we have no knowledge of self, no knowledge of who we are, what we are. So consequently it kind of backfires on us as a people collectively, because we don't seek the knowledge, we seek other things. And knowledge is almost spiritual because once you gain so much knowledge, you're on a different plateau on a mental level and a, on a spiritual level. That's why a lot of time when you're discussing certain things with people, it's hard for them to grasp. It's hard for them to understand because they haven't get there yet. That doesn't mean make them stupid. They haven't discovered that knowledge. So you you have to let them be. You have to just, just you have to break away from them because they're gonna bring you down. So. That's why I chose Knowledge of Education. So this is an open uh, forum. You can call and discuss why you pick Knowledge of Education. Let's discuss. Take care. Welcome back to a second podcast of the day. Today is uh, February 26th, Monday morning, 2018. Um, This podcast, we're going to discuss being a lady versus being a woman now I know it can be a very touchy subject when you talk about being a lady and versus being a woman every woman were born a woman now a lady you have is a mindset let me explain now we have a lot of ladies out a lot of women out there but they're not ladies now when you're a lady it, it manifests itself to you how you behave how you talk how you dress it manifests itself when people see you they say hmm that's a lady right there. Your behavior, your mannerism is different from the average. People can differentiate between a lady and a, and a woman. Now, we have a lot of women out there, but we have a few ladies out there, very few. And those ladies are, they are the one that become wife. Now the ten times those ladies are the one, let repeat, me repeat that. Those ladies are the one that become wife. On the flip side, those women, they don't become wives because they don't know how to be a lady. Now, a lady, when you're dealing with a man, you have to let the man be a man. You have to let the man speak his mind, then you speak. You listen first, then you speak. You don't talk over the man. You know, you don't manipulate the man. You don't talk down to the man, vice versa. If you've been another woman like yourself, you you listen to what she has to say. You don't talk over her. You don't argue with her. You listen. You can have disagreement with her, but you don't talk over her. You don't argue with her. If you disagree, you disagree, and you move on. That's how a lady behave. And when when I talk about dress code, and those of us who have children, and we've been to the movie theaters, we've been to Walmart, you've been to the department stores. You see a lot of women wearing thongs, and I like thongs. Don't get me wrong. I like a nice thong, especially if you have the body for it or G-string, I, I love those underwears, but you have to have the body for it. And also it's for your man. Nobody wanna see your panty line while you shop it. It's not appropriate for children to see your panty line or other people in that, that case. A lady, you will never see a lady panty line. You will not see it because she's dressed properly. She's very keen to her surroundings. She's very keen to her look, how she portrays herself in, in the world. She's not gonna dress short, she's not gonna wear booty shorts, her breasts not gonna be hanging, you're not gonna see no, you're not gonna see a whole bunch of cleavage, you ain't gonna see none of that because those things belong to her man. She only dressed like that provocatively at the house for her man, for her partner in that case. But you will never see a lady dressing, you will never see a lady wearing booty shorts, thongs. Especially in public where... Oh, she walking around with no undies. one. Now, let me get, get it straight. Some women don't, they, they don't like wearing underwear. That that doesn't make them a hoe. Let's be clear on that. Date uh, women like that, they refuse to wear undies. And they know how to dress proper too. But they, they just don't like... They feel comfortable wearing underwear. But that doesn't make them a thought or a hoe. Just that's the way they are as a person. You know, you have to respect people's boundaries. Now, being a lady... And versus a woman. A woman can dress any way she wanna dress. Cause she don't cause there's a she don't care. She, she said, okay, because everybody dressing like that, I'm gonna dress like that. Cause everybody wearing thong, and they're showing their booties, they're showing their cleavage. And we, we live in a sexual driven society. We just even watch an Eminem commercial or beer commercial, it's very there's a lot of sexual innuendos in those commercials like damn i'm already I'm getting excited just watching those commercials sometimes you have to close your your children's eyes while those commercials are being played on tv but being a lady is is a mindset is a mindset is a behaviorism is a, a way of is a code is a dress code and you have to follow those rules for you to to be a lady a woman is different you were born a woman so that's not hard being a woman, and not a ten time. Those women that behave like a lady, those are the ones that get married, not a ten time. Because that's why a lot of women say it is very single. I'm like, how come you're beautiful, you educated, so called educated, um, you're not married, and then you have a dialogue with them one on one. I'm not throwing shades on them. But that's the truth, and you find out they're they freaking, they're not ladies, you know, they, they don't behave like a, like a lady, and you say to yourself, hmm, that's why you're not married, now I get it now, but call, welcome back to another podcast, this is John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville, Florida, today is Sunday, the 25th of February, 2018, um, today our discussion is going to be um, spirituality versus religion or religion versus spirituality now i have the uh, webster dictionary that define what religion is uh, really they have three definitions but the one i chose was um religion is a personal set or institutionalized listen to the keyword institutionalized system of religions religious belief attitude and practices now i repeat again religion is a personal set or uh, or institutionalized system of religious belief attitude and practice now the key word in this is institutionalized which means we translate to conditioning when you institutionalize somebody you condition them to believe one way or the other whether bad or good now spirituality is a related to consistent of affecting the spirit It have to do with your spirit not with your religion now those of us who study the Bible from Genesis to Revelation well you have not seen any word that's a religion maybe once or twice uh god's always referring to laws and statutes, because he knew that by giving you religion it will confuse you he'll give you laws and statutes to follow now moving forward the vatican ever since constantine they have bring a lot of paganism into our religion now those of us um, who knows the 12 tribes of israel were negroes they, they were not white people Now, the so-called Jews, they they came from Kazakhstan and the Black Sea in southern Russia. If you study the the Khazars, you know that they came from uh, the Black Sea in southern Russia. Now, move forward in 1948, uh, when the the Belfort Declaration was established, that's when they moved to Israel. Now, spirituality is something that you were born with. A child knows wrong from right. Every child knows wrong from right. Nobody has to teach you that. You know it from by doing certain things, you know it. Now, those of us who go to church, because I picked this, today's uh, Sunday, I picked today specifically to discuss this topic. Because a lot of us right now, we in church, so the so-called Christian, we go to church. When you know that Sunday is the first day of the week, um, Saturday is the day we should worship which is the Sabbath day which the Bible referred to if you study your Bible the Sabbath day is the day of worship not Sunday your Sabbath day starts in Friday evening to Saturday evening that's when you should take a rest now it doesn't mean if you have an emergency you can you have to take care of your emergency if you have a guest coming to your house you have to prepare your house but besides that God won't get mad with you but as long as you keep the day as day of worship not sunday sunday was given to us by constantine during the the council of nicaea the council of nicaea if you study religion you will notice that they are the council of nicaea and that's when the emperor of rome constantine uh implemented the sunday worshiping which we, we date, we, we dates back to egypt uh egyptian the egyptian used to worship the sun god uh if you study egyptian uh mythology you know that they worship the sun and that's why god was angry with them because god said i give you the sun as a start to replenish the earth but not to worship so they were worshiping the sun consequently god get mad with them and god destroyed their dynasty and they had great dynasty to say the least but he was destroyed because of the worshiping of the sun now moving forward to 2018 a lot of us have been conditioned to believe one way or the other whether you're muslim whether you're Hindu, Judaism or uh, Buddhist uh, is the same concept because religion is a conditioning and we as a people of color have been destroyed on a mentally, uh, on a spiritual level, on a mental level, on a physical level. On a spiritual level, we, we don't know who we are, where we came from. On a mental level, we can't even think for ourselves because we've been so conditioned for many centuries. On a physical level, you, our body cannot function right because we don't have the right knowledge to take care of ourselves and consequently it decimates our uh, our our people throughout the world not only in america but throughout the world africa asia you name it europe we have destroy our people that's why we have to stay away from religion and we need to be more spiritual that's all i gotta say on this topic calling let's let's talk Welcome back to another podcast. This is John Rosenberg from Jacksonville, Florida. Today's February 26th, Monday morning, 2018. Uh, I would like to give a shout out to all my supporters. Um, I know a lot of people have gone to the 3.0 Anchor. i um, not go to jump sheet yet. So let's begin with the topic, knowledge versus education. Now, the, the, the meaning of education in the Webster dis- Dictionary says a field of study dealing with methods of teaching and learning and we repeat that again a field of study dealing with methods of teaching and learning now here's the Webster dictionary of knowledge knowledge understanding gaining by actual experience we repeat that knowledge is understanding and gain by actual experience now that's why I prefer knowledge over education let me explain. Those of us who go to school from kindergarten to university, you know that there's a lot of knowledge you you, you didn't gain throughout your studies. Now, education is a training first and foremost. It's a training. Whether you want to be a lawyer, a doctor, a physicist, a bus driver, a nurse, whatever, it's a training. Once you obtain that training, you you get you get a certificate. That certificate give you enable you to. Go out there and get a job in that field, in that particular field. But that doesn't, that doesn't make you any smarter than the average Joe. You're just smarter in that particular field. And some of us might know that most of them did not die even smart, to say the least. But knowledge, on the other, on the flip, on the flip side, is something that you learn on a daily basis. That's why I say it's come with your experiences. Now, the more knowledge you gain, the more knowledgeable you become about your surrounding. Who you are, what you're about, what your future is gonna be about, because you you have a, you're well-rounded because you gain so much knowledge because you experience a lot of stuff and then you you retain a lot of stuff. So knowledge is endless. You cannot put a cap on knowledge because knowledge is endless. It's continuous. You you only stop learning when you when they bury you six, six feet under. That's when you stop learn, um, um, gaining knowledge. On the other end education uh, and you might testify to that you have met somebody that's supposed to be highly educated quote-unquote highly educated so you, whether they have a doctorate a phd and you have a conversation with them or you have a dialogue with them and you find out they're so stupid you're like wow this person they got all these degrees and they got all this quote-unquote knowledge and they're so stupid they didn't have no common sense And i met a lot of people like that, and I call them educated, um, stupid uh, education, I call them dumb, dumb educated. So the person is educated, but it's dumb, you know what I'm saying? Educated fool, I call them. So those people, they have no common sense, not all of them, most of them don't. They just know that, they know one field, sometimes they might know two fields, but they just have some expertise in one field. And because of that, they think they're so above everybody else. And they have a tendency of looking down upon people that didn't go to college. Like Mark Zuckerberg, he didn't go to college. Bill Gates, he didn't go to college. Uh, What's his name? Apple, Steve Jobs, he didn't go to college. All those great people I just mentioned, they didn't go to college. Uh, Master P, he's a billionaire. He didn't go to college. So it's the knowledge that you gain throughout your life experience that make it who you are, not the education. Now I'm not I, I'm not saying don't go to, don't get don't go get a training I'm not telling you that it's good to get some kind of training but you always gotta seek the knowledge whether you're studying your Bible you're studying regular books that's how we are being conditioned because we have no knowledge of self no knowledge of who we are what we are. so consequently it kind of backfired on us as a people collectively because we don't seek the knowledge we seek other things. And knowledge is almost spiritual, because once you gain so much knowledge, you're on a different plateau on a mental level and a, on a spiritual level. That's why a lot of time when you're discussing certain things with people, it's hard for them to grasp, it's hard for them to understand, because they haven't got there yet. That doesn't mean make them stupid, they haven't discovered that knowledge, so you, you have to let them be. You have to just, just, you have to break away from them, because they're going to bring you down. So. That's why I chose Knowledge of Education. So this is an open uh, forum. You can call and discuss why you pick Knowledge of Education. Let's discuss. Take care. Welcome back to a second podcast of the day. Today is uh, February 26th, Monday morning, 2018. Um, This podcast, we're going to discuss being a lady versus being a woman. Now, I know it can be a very touchy subject when you talk about being a lady and versus being a woman. Every woman's were born a woman. Now, a lady you have is a mindset. Let me explain. Now, we have a lot of ladies out, a lot of women out there, but they're not ladies. Now, when you're a lady, it, it manifests itself to you, how you behave, how you talk, how you dress. It manifests itself. When people see you, they say, hmm that's a lady right there your behavior your mannerism is different from the average people can differentiate between a lady and a a woman now we have a lot of women out there but we have a few ladies out there very few and those ladies are are the other one that become wife now the ten times those ladies are the one let me repeat repeat that those ladies are the one that become wife On the flip side, those women, they don't become white because they don't know how to be a lady. Now, a lady, when you're dealing with a man, you have to let the man be a man. You have to let the man speak his mind, then you speak. You listen first, then you speak. You don't talk over the man. You you don't manipulate the man. You don't talk down to the man, vice versa. If you been another woman like yourself, you don't do that. You listen to what she have to say. You don't talk over her. You don't argue with her. You listen. You can have disagreement with her, but you don't talk over her. You don't argue with her. If you disagree, you disagree, and you move on. That's how a lady behave. And when when I talk about dress code, and those of us who have children, and we've been to the movie theaters, we've been to Walmart. You've been to the department uh, stores. You see a lot of women wearing thongs. And I like thongs. Don't get me wrong. I like a nice thong. Especially if you have the body for it. Or g g-string. I I love those underwears. But you have to have the body for it. And also it's for your men. Nobody want to see your panty line while you shop it. It's not appropriate for children to see your panty line. Or other people that that case. A lady, you will never see a lady panty line. You will not see it. Because she's dressed properly She's very keen to her surroundings, she's very keen to her look, how she portrays herself in, in the world. She's not going to dress short, she's not going to wear booty shorts, her breasts not going to be hanging. You're not going to see, no, see a whole bunch of cleavage, you ain't going to see none of that. Because those things belong to her man. She only dressed like that provocatively at the house for her man, for her partner in that case. But you will never see a lady dressing. You will never see a lady wearing booty shorts, thongs, especially in public where, or oh, she walking around with no undies. Now, let me get it get straight. Some women, don't, they, they don't like wearing underwear. That, that doesn't make them a hoe. Let's be clear on that. Date uh, women like that, they refuse to wear undies and they know how to dress proper too. But they just don't like, they feel comfortable wearing underwear. But that doesn't make them a thought or a hoe. It's just that's the way they are as a person you know you have to respect people's boundaries now being a lady and versus a woman a woman can just any way she want to dress because she don't because there's a she don't care she said okay because everybody dressing like that i'm gonna dress like that because everybody wearing thong and they're showing their booties they're showing their cleavage and we we live in a sexual driven society we just when you watch the eminem commercial or beer commercial it's very there's a lot of sexual innuendos in those commercials. Like, damn, I'm already I'm getting excited just watching those commercials. Sometimes you have to close your, your children's eyes while those commercials are being played on TV. But being a lady is is a mindset. It's a mindset. It's a behaviorism. It's a way of. is a code. It's a dress code, and you have to follow those rules for you to to be a lady. A woman is different. You were born a woman, so. That's not hard being a woman, and not a ten time. Those women that behave like a lady. Those are the ones that get married, not a ten time. Because that's why a lot of women say it is very single. I'm like, how come you're beautiful, you educated, so-called educated. Um, you're not married, and then you have a dialogue with them one-on-one. I'm not throwing shades on them. But that's the truth. And you find out they, they're freaking, they're not ladies, you know. They, they don't behave like a, like a lady. And you say to yourself, hmm, that's why you're not married. Now I get it now. But call. Welcome back to another podcast. This is John Rosenberg live from Jacksonville. Today's um, February 26 2018. It's a cloudy day in Jacksonville. But we are grateful to be alive hope everybody having a great Monday. Um, I wish everybody well this weekend. Um, well, my topic is about mental illness. Uh, mental illness is a very serious subject in our society. It's a very serious issue. A lot of us, we have a tendency to overlook mental illness, whether it's at your family members. Some of us, we know we have some family members who have mental issues. And we have a tendency of overlooking uh that. Some, sometimes it's at the school, sometimes it's at work. You work with those people that have those mental illness. Um, sometimes it might be their own doing. Sometimes it might be spiritual. Um, sometimes it might be physical. Most likely it's spiritual. That's the way I look at it. Now, mental illness is a serious issue in our society. You know, you see the, the gun shooting last week. Uh, apparently, the, the the media is saying that he has a mens- mental disorder. Uh, I don't know all the facts <laughs> about the about his life and his uh, upbringing, but I know the parent also play a major role in this thing, too. But I can't blame the parent for everything, but I know the parent played a major role in his upbringing. Um, like I said, um, sometimes we have to take those issues. I used to work as a nursing assistant in a hospital. I've dealt with people like that on many occasions. So I know... I know about those people with mental illness and some of us we have them in our family unfortunately but um, that doesn't make it any less of an issue it's still a big issue uh, we need to face we need to to hit it we need to talk about it head on whether you're a republican or democrat i don't care who you are whether you're educated not educated uh, mental illness is a very issue in our society and we need to discuss it in an open, uh, open forum. Like we need to educate our our youth about it, our adults about it. is a very serious issue. Sometimes we take it lightly until something major happens, whether it's in your family, whether it's in your school, at your job, or in the streets that we you know we travel every day. So we need to discuss mental illness is a very serious issue uh, in this society, especially in American society, versus because a lot of people they under a lot of stress, partly to, you know, you know, the job that they do, whether they're a policeman, a fireman, a doctor, a nurse. A lot of people under a lot of stress there. Some people got personal stress, work stress and and society stress. Those of us who happen to be colors, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about when I mean society stress so we under tremendous stress on a daily basis so if you're not strong-minded or you don't have a good spiritual foundation you have a tendency of breaking up breaking down because uh everyone last everyone have a breaking point you know they can only take so much before they break down mentally before they shut down mentally so you've seen people checked out before um and whether it's at the workplace in the streets, you you have seen that before when somebody checked out mentally or they gone crazy on you. It's not something to laugh at. It's not something to make fun at. It's, it's a very serious t- subject. And um, I wish the school would teach those children about mental illness. They should put this as a curriculum in the school dealing with mental Ill- illness, how to identify it when you're dealing with a person who have mental illness, whether it's your classmate, your coworker, your spouse, your friends, a family member, you have to know the, the clear sign of mental illness and it's, um, that's something we need to discuss um, more often. and it is detrimental to our society. It's breaking our society apart. My, mainly because we, we took a lot of drugs, whether it's prescription drugs or unprescribed drugs, illegal drugs. Uh, we, we are taking a whole bunch of drugs and those drugs have side effects that mess with our mental health so that being said uh, mental illness is a very serious issue in our society and we need to deal with it head, head, headstrong so this is all I got to say about this topic you can call in um, let me know your perspective about mental illness what is the solution take care, have a great day uh good afternoon ladies and gents this is john rosenberg from john podcast live from jackson florida today our topic is going to be about your health your um your wealth your wealth is in your health a lot of us we have a tendency of not taking care of our bodies uh especially the so-called Negro-American, not all of them don't like that, but most of us, we like that. We don't take care of our bodies. In general, people in general, until they get sick, that's how they start taking care of their body. But by then it's already too late for them to take care of their body because the body they destroy their body throughout their youth. Now, when they get old, their bodies cannot function the way they should be functioning because of the poor dieting and the poor choices they make throughout their lives. So and that your health is the greatest gift God gave you, you know, whether you agree or disagree, that's a fact. You know, that's the greatest gift you can get. I don't care anything in the world, come, don't even come close to your health. And a lot of us, we take our health for granted because we're so concerned about our careers, our relationship, whether it's work relationship, you know, husband and wife relationship, dating relationship, we're more concerned about those things, you know, sports, you know, religion. Those things occupy our time and then we have a tendency of forget about our health and and when we do that we kind of backfire on us as we get older because if you don't take care of your body your body won't be able to take care of you you understand what I'm saying so your health your wealth is in your health so you must take care of your health no matter what happened to you you must put your health as first priority I don't care what's going on in your life and we all have busy life You know, my, I'm a father myself I have children and those of us those of us who have children, y'all yeah, can testify to that. Sometimes you got, you don't have the time to hit the gym. Um, you have to make time. And not only, you don't have to hit the gym all the time. You can do push-up and sit-up at your house. You can do jumping jacks if you choose to. Or you can walk a couple miles from, you know, if you want to do that. Because you, working out is about discipline. So you must have a regimen. You have to watch what you eat. I'm not a vegan by any means. So if you're if you wondering, <laughs> is you a vegan? No, I'm not a vegan. But... Um, I do watch what I eat. I do drink a lot of water, and I tell people: if you don't have at two or three bowel movement per day, you you sick. You're a sick person. You need to go to the doctor. So if you don't have two or three bowel movement per day, listen to what I'm saying. If you don't have at least three bowel movement per day, if you have two, it's okay. One, <laughs> you borderline, but you need to have at least two or three bowel movement per day for you to be a healthy human being. And you have to drink lots of water and eat a lot of fruit and vegetables. You have to stay away from, you know, the grease, the fried food, all that. And because a lot of our food have GMOs in them. So consequently, it kind of backfires in our health because the GMOs is not conducive to our health. So a lot of food is full of, you know, sugar, full of salt, full of a lot of stuff in it. So if you look at the people in the sixties and in the fifties, they were more healthy than the people that's living right now because the the food was more wholesome now. Because if you look at the cow, the cows supposed to eat grass, let's be real about that. They're not supposed to eat corn. The reason why those farmers feed them corn because the is the high in demand from those from those company like McDonald's, they want them to get them fat so they can slaughter. them. So consequently, that, those hormones go into our bloodstream and damage our bodies because you're not supposed to feed a cow corn. And naturally, it, the cow should be eat grass. So is the goat, uh, so is the sheep. But when you feed them corn, you destroy the, the, the chemical inside the body. And consequently, it it, just, it also destroys us as human beings by consuming those kind of meat. So you, that's why you have to be very very mindful what you eat. Me per- personally, I don't eat out. People say, "Why you don't eat out?" I say, "People are nasty." So I like to cook my own food. But um, if you do eat out, hey, you have to be careful what you eat. At. People are very nasty um, when it comes to cooking food. They don't prepare the food anywhere. They don't wash their hands, and your hands when you're dealing with food. In general, you have to constantly washing your hands. So I've witnessed uh, people. I used to be a cook myself, so I've witnessed people go to the kitchen, they don't wash their hands. So that's why I don't eat out a lot of time. I eat, I mostly eat, I cook my own food. So your wealth is in your health, that's our topic today. So you feel free to talk about this segment. Uh, this is my second segment for the day. The first one is how uh, MLK dream become a nightmare for the Negro American. And this one is your your wealth is in your health. So call in, Let me let me know about your perspective. Take care, have a great day welcome back to another podcast this is john rosenberg live from jacksonville florida today is the 27th of february 2018 this is a monday morning great weather beautiful sunny sky now today our topic is going to be about america being a drug out society now whether you're taking prescription drug or illegal drugs you notice that this this country in particular we are so drugged out um it's ridiculous um and that's something we need to discuss on, uh, most of us we kind of look over it but we're not we're not seeing the the side effect of being drugged out it affects our family first and foremost it affects our children our co-workers um, our friends it affects a whole bunch of people on a daily basis so, these are, so this is a very uh, serious issue. Um, drug is a very serious issue in this society. Now, the past few weeks we've been here, a lot of mass shooting. Some people said um, the guy was on drugs. Some people say he was uh, was mentally unstable. Well, I don't know all the facts. I can't really speak on his, his upbringing because I don't know him. I don't know his family. Nobody knows his family. Nobody, actually his, his family I have not, come out make any statement about his upbringing how he was raised what happened in his childhood so we don't know what happened in his childhood so all i can say is that we all live in a drug society now pfizer and merck those are the two biggest drug company i think they they made about 50 billion dollars annually or some like i say quarterly on drugs prescribed drugs that they prescribe to patients throughout this country and throughout the world. You know, Pfizer is a, is a 500 uh, company and Merck is another 500 um, uh, company. So those company are companies are multi-billion companies, pharmaceutical companies um, that are based in America. Now, if you work in a hospital like myself, I used to work in a hospital years ago. I worked um, about a couple of years then I worked at a nursing home. And those drugs, they have a lot of side effects. Well, those of us who are in the health field can testify to that, and they have a lot of side effects. And that's why when you take them, they say you're not supposed to drive, you're not supposed to do anything. You need to stay home and relax. And some people do listen, and other people don't listen. And those people that don't listen, it become a hazard because now you you put yourself in danger, then you put other people in danger, you put other people's live in danger. So America. Have a a big drug issue and they have a gun issue. I don't think it's a gun issue, I think it's a mental issue and a drug issue. That's what we really have, not a gun problem because guns don't kill people. Let's be clear it's people that kill people. Because if you put a gun on the desk, he's not gonna kill nobody. It's a person that's stupid that's gonna grab that gun and shoot somebody. So, in in, in retrospect, it's not the gun that's the issue, it's the people that's the issue. We have a, a drug problem in this country. And we have a mental issue in this country. And those two are the epitome of what's going on right now. It, it causes, it's, it's, it's a recipe for disaster. You have, on one hand, people have are drugged out. On the other hand, the person is not mentally stable. So that's a recipe for disaster. That's why we have all this shooting going on. And the shooting, too, if you're a cons- conspiracy theorist like myself, you know that those shootings are not done by a long roof. Those are well-organized shooting. You know, nobody wake up that, you know, they're going to shoot the place. Um, they don't. Your mind doesn't worry like that. You might shoot one or two people, I get it. But you're not going to wake up and shoot 15, 17 people cold-blooded with a, a military-grade weapon. And where did he get that military-grade weapon? You can't even buy those guns in a gun shop let alone to just walk into a gun shop and buy a gun like that. Especially at your age, 18 years old, they're not going to sell you a gun like that. If they do, I think the gun shop should take responsibility for that. But America is a a drug society. We are drugged out. And and this is something that we need to talk about when it comes to our health and also our our mental health first and foremost. And um, that's what I got to say about that. Uh, if you have any commentary, um, any opinion about this topic, you can call it. Take care.